0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 28 of The Gunslinger Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Charles. You can head over to Instagram and follow at The Gunsinger Podcast. And please head over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to listen to all the shows. We are in week 18 and joined today by Craig Riley. How are we doing today?
1: Uh, doing well. Ready for the last weekend of football. It's been a very odd last few days, but ready, ready for the weekend.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, definitely, you know, obviously, you know, well wishes to DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But, you know, we're recording this on Friday night. We got two games tomorrow, two important games. Um, I know me and you kind of touched on, we thought the NFL scheduling with the times, they kind of screwed a lot of stuff up um, as far as like when certain games are being played this weekend. Um, I don't think they could have moved either of these games to, sa- uh, to Sunday since they were already slated for Saturday. So yeah. um, starting off, the Chiefs are at the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders last week, you know, they took San Fran to overtime and, you know, almost pulled that game off Stidham. You know, it's funny what a quarterback can do, you know, with Josh McDaniels, like in like a capable offense, you know. It's Boy, and like, a
1: receiver like Devontae Adams, too.
0: Right. And it just makes us, you know, makes you wonder, you know, how, you know, what he could have been in New England if we never started Cam, you know, a couple of years ago. And if Stidham would have been given an opportunity. But um, regardless, I mean, you know, Stidham looked good, I thought, for his first start against the best defense in the league. Um, You know, the Raiders are home again. They're nine point underdogs. The Chiefs win and they lock up the one seed. Um, that's how I see this game going. I don't think the Chiefs will blow them out by any means, but I think the Chiefs will definitely take care of business and win yeah, this I, one.
1: I think they win I think they win by like seven or ten. I, I don't think that I think Vegas will give them a good game because I think that they're, you know, playing for some roster spots and stuff like that. But I, I don't see Kansas City losing this game. There's too much on the line for them to lose it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean a lot of in, incentives, you know, going into this week. I'm not sure, you know, who's on either roster, you know, when we talk about like DraftKings, you know, who's really playing for for much at this point. But I mean, Josh Jacobs has run for over sixteen hundred yards this year. It's been incredible. Mahomes has thrown for over five thousand yards and forty touchdowns, which is looking like he is in the front. uh Probably, probably have the
1: MVP locked up because Hertz
0: has been out. You have to think, right? Yeah, definitely, and you know, Devonte Adams had a lot of like pretty bad games this year I thought but he's still coming into this game with 95 catches 1400 yards and 14 touchdowns so a typical Devonte Adams season maybe down a little bit on the catches but the yards and touchdowns are right where they normally are so
1: yeah I um, mean and Vegas is in an interesting spot you know obviously they'll, they'll go in a different direction at quarterback unless they go with Stidham but I mean I think this is a good game for them to kind of see see where they're at and another game to, for them to watch Stidham to see if they want to give him a shot next year
0: yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I think Stidham, you know, can be really good, um, you know, with the right pieces around him. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what he does with his second game. But, um, you know, a lot of talk has been Brady maybe going to Vegas to reunite with McDaniels, which would be pretty interesting. But um, we'll get to that, you know, in the off season. But the Saturday night game, probably the biggest game of the weekend, I'd say. Yeah, um, I think so as well. I can't wait for this one. Titans at Jags. Titans are, I mean, they're playing some of the worst football I think we've ever seen a Mike Vrabel coach team play. Um, they've lost six straight, six straight now. Um, you know, obviously the injuries haven't helped, and the Jags have won four in a row. And I don't know. I it's hard for me to pick the Jags to win a game, but when they're favored by six and a half points at home, especially with how bad Tennessee's playing. It's like everything is telling me to pick Jacksonville, but I just, I'm not doing it. I'm taking the Titans. I think Derek Henry off the weak rest is going to just, I mean, you, you know, the Titans are just going to force feed him. Well, he's I mean, gonna,
1: he might have 40 touches. I mean, yeah. I don't know what other offense do they have. I mean, if Traylon None. Burks plays, maybe they throw the ball a little bit, but I think the game plan is going to be slow down the Jacksonville offense by just having Henry just bulldoze his way to 200 plus yards all purpose i'm taking jacksonville mm-hmm. because i think eventually henry's gonna falter like i think that injury is a little bit more severe even him taking the week off i'll take jacksonville i think this is going to be a very ugly game because Jacksonville's going to do everything they can to lose the game but i think at the end of the day they'll pull it out
0: yeah i think they i think jacksonville should win but yeah i'm taking i'm taking the titans just for the fact that derrick henry well you beast. have
1: to think that if the chargers win their game which they more than likely should win, right? Like mm-hmm. against Denver, they're probably pretty happy to face either one of these teams with the five seed, because now you're saying mm-hmm. like, all right, we'll take Jacksonville or, or Tennessee. I mean, I don't know that those two places do not scare me to go into if I'm them.
0: No, definitely. I mean, for any team, I feel like that's a wild card team. I feel like that's that's good. You know, I, they're probably definitely the. I mean, it's the weakest division in the AFC, and definitely the weakest of the division winners for sure. So. Um, yeah, Baltimore or the Chargers have to be feeling good about that. So, um, some games Sunday, you know, like we touched on, don't really mean much. Bucks at Falcons means absolutely, you know, yeah, that's nothing. that's
1: why you can't even touch it in DraftKings because I don't even know how much Brady's going to play. Like, have they even said?
0: They said he's starting, and that's all they really said. I know Brady is – he needs, like, a certain amount of completions and attempts to break, you know, the record, which when... – I don't know if they keep him in for that, and then they pull him. But I wouldn't even be playing the starters if I'm Tampa. They they need the, the week off, I think, and um, especially if sounds like the Giants might be resting some starters, which we'll touch on in a second. But, I mean, I think Tampa wants a week off before Dallas comes in. Yeah, you
1: know, to, I'll, I'll, to I'll take Tampa to still win the game because if Brady plays a half, they might get enough points to win. But, I mean, I don't think the game matters. Maybe we should roll through all the games we don't think matter as much, and then we'll go back. I don't know. Probably yeah, the, for yeah. sure.
0: I'm, I'm taking the Falcons just because I'm not sure yeah. how much Brady plays. And I mean, obviously they haven't looked great this year anyway. So I'll take the Falcons well, there. Well, you have to
1: think Desmond Ritter probably, like, they've seen enough, right? No way they stick with him next season.
0: No, I, everything I've heard is they're going to be targeting somebody like Tannehill or like a yeah. veteran.
1: well oh, um, I think that could be a landing spot for Carr as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Texans, Colts. It's probably the worst game of the week. Might be worst the, game of the season. I'm siding with the Texans. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're not – like, even if they win, yeah, they might not get the first pick because the Bears are right there. But the Bears aren't going to be taking a quarterback at one. Um, Texans, right, yeah. I think, are in a good spot. I don't regardless. think they really
1: have to worry about it. And if I'm the Bears, honestly, I'm trading out of if I get the top spot. Get some more draft picks later in the first round and in the second because you need as much help as possible.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, the Colts have—I mean, they're—they've lost like six or seven in a row. I'm pretty sure they. I mean, just a, a terrible team. Jeff Saturday—that experiment did not work at all. Um, yeah.
1: Who knows? Maybe Edger and James will be the coach next next season. You know, they'll just yeah. keep cycling through. I don't
0: know what they're gonna do. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I'm picking the Texans. I mean, they struggled last week against Same. Jacksonville, but they they played better as of late. So I'll take Houston in this one. Um. Panthers-Saints, again, that doesn't mean anything. I think the Saints win. They're at home. The Panthers know they need a quarterback, so I think losing is a better option for them. And the Saints don't have a first-round pick. It's going to Philadelphia this year, so winning for them or losing means absolutely nothing. So I'll side with the Saints at home here.
1: Yeah, and I think Carolina losing does a lot of good for them, too. Uh, I mean, the only thing I could say is, like, maybe Darnold is trying to prove he's a starter next season because Darnold didn't look as bad as everyone else did there I don't know yeah kind of a weird sure. situation I think they're they're in kind of a no-win situation here
0: I agree I I mean they have a lot of you know pieces to fill Foreman's been a great fill-in for McCaffrey but he's a free agent so you know they have a lot of stuff they need to figure out this offseason and you know it starts at with the head coach but um we'll we'll see what that ends up happening there um <clears throat> I guess all these other games pretty much have some playoff into yeah indications so um, we'll go back up here. So Vikings bears. Um, I, I don't think fields is playing. I, he is not. Yeah. It's so P- I, Peterman, I think. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Vikings by 40, like, I, yeah. I mean, I love, I love watching an Nathan Peterman game. That will be a hundred percent on the game mix.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Justin Jefferson is, I mean, after his, you know, tough game last week, he's only only, he's like 194 yards away from Megatron's record which seems like a lot for one game but we've seen Jefferson go over 200 um so i think that's definitely in line they could definitely force feed him the ball against a terrible bear secondary so um i think the vikings will will cruise in this one um it could
1: be a heavy uh, david montgomery game though cuz i could see the bears moving mm-hmm. on from him in next in the off season so why not just run them this game yeah
0: and the coach said that the starters are if they're healthy they're going to be playing so Um, and
1: I like that. I think the bears, you know, they're going to get the first pick. So it's like, this is like probably a dumb statement, but I think that they actually did like a lot of good this season. I think they figured out who's going to be their quarterback. They figured out some sort of offensive identity. If they can pick up a pretty good young receiver, you never know. They could bounce back next season.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sucks. You know, some of the pieces, you know, Roquan Smith trading him away, but, um, yeah, they're definitely there. I mean, a lot of these games are close, too. Loss of the Dolphins by three. Loss of the Lions by one. Loss to Atlanta by three. Loss of the Eagles well, and I'll by five. A lot of
1: teams would love to be in their positioning having fields. So, Yeah,
0: I mean, he's dynamic. He looks like – I mean, he's a cheat code for fantasy when he's healthy. So, yeah. um, a game here that, you know, at Raven. so, Ravens-Bengals. I mean, obviously, you know, the situation on Monday night. A very strange one, which I've never seen, you know, anything like what the league has had to figure four days. Um, they decided not to play the the Bengals-Bills game at all, which leaves a lot up in the air as far as like, you know, standings in the AFC playoffs, as well as like right. pot- potential sites for the AFC championship game. And this game, honestly, so I saw this, if the Ravens, so they gave the Bengals the division, right. which makes sense, I guess. But even if the Ravens win this game, like, so it's a coin flip for, for where, who, the, if they, where the game
1: if, if they play each other. Right.
0: right. But it most likely, if the Ravens win this game, I feel like most likely these two are going to play each other.
1: They should, yeah. Because they should probably be the f- four and five out. Well, no, I guess it'd be.
0: Because yep. I don't think the Bills, even if the Bills lost to New England, yeah. I don't think they would drop below Cincinnati for the from the two so seed. So either
1: way, this is going to be the three six matchup, no matter what.
0: Well, I don't know. I think there's a good chance for sure. I mean, unless like the if the Bengals win, I'm not sure. But I mean, I don't I mean get the other how thing the, too is if the Chargers
1: that. lose right and the Ravens win. Cincinnati still gets the division, but Baltimore would jump to the five seed, so they would True. play Jacksonville. True, so, but then if you're Baltimore, right, this is why this is such a weird situation. Do you want to lose this game? Because why not take the possibility? Oh, because they wouldn't get home field if they lose. They only get it if they win. I don't know. Very weird. Well, maybe situation. not. Yeah, maybe I don't not.
0: Because if if they lose and they get the the six seed and the Bengals are in the the three, then there still is a chance that, yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't know. Just a weird situation. I mean, the problem for Baltimore, right. Is that we talk about like, Oh, should they win? Should they not? The the problem is they can't win anyway. Like, I mean, they're playing so bad. I mean, their last games, right. So we'll go back to the Broncos game where that they won ten nine, then they beat the Steelers 16, 14, then they lost 13 to three. Then they won 17 to nine. And then, then they lost 16, 13. I mean, they haven't scored more than 14 points in five weeks. I mean, I know Lamar's been hurt, but, like, that's, like, that's pitiful.
0: Their offense is worse than New England.
1: Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's not good. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're them, right, like, I don't think it matters, really. Like, at this point, like, you just know I need Lamar back. So, number one, I wouldn't play Lamar because what's the point? Like, either way, you're in the playoffs. Get Lamar one more week healthy and then hope for that he just carries you in the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, I don't think it means anything regardless, win or lose. Um,
1: And if you're Cincy, I'm assuming you take the first half, see how it goes. If you're winning by a decent amount, you probably almost think about taking out Burrow because I don't know it really means that much to you either because you're you're basically getting the three seed no matter what. I mean, unless you're noticing that the Bills game, they're losing and you want to try to steal the two
0: seed. True. And I'm not, like, again, I'm not sure – how that works i did see if the if the chiefs lose on saturday and the bills win sunday the bills would be the one seed so the bills still technically can get the one seed but i'm not sure how that's all working
1: right kansas
0: city wins for who's getting two and who's getting three so
1: i think for them i don't think this game truly matters i think cincinnati's gonna come out and play because i think they need to play for number one morale from like you know obviously The injury didn't happen to their team, but they were on the field for it. So I still think they're affected. And number two, I mean, they got to get back in sync. I mean, what a weird situation to have while they were. And honestly, they were basically poised to score 50 in that game based on how their offense was looking.
0: True. Very true. Um, All right. So another AFC game that has implications. Your favorite team. Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins. (laughs) Dolphins are in it still. Jets were eliminated last week. Uh, Mike White is out. Joe Flacco is starting. Uh, Bridgewater and Tua are out. So it's Skylar Thompson starting for the Dolphins. These two teams played earlier this year, and it was I'm, I'm not sure who was starting for the Jets, but I know Skylar Thompson was in there for the Dolphins, and they got absolutely blown out 40 to 17. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I know I've said it every week. I don't think the Dolphins are good. I think it showed last week. Um, against New England I know Tua obviously didn't play but you know even when Bridgewater was in there and I think he was that great I think this offense is very it's it's good when when Hill can get loose but I just don't see that happening especially with Skyler Thompson in there and I think the Jets are still going to play for Salah and I don't see them laying down and yeah I I don't think they they don't want
1: Salah going anywhere they don't even want them to even question firing him, which I, I would hope they wouldn't because he's an awesome coach. But all I was reading earlier this morning that the uh, Dolphins are considering that they might fire McDaniel if he loses this.
0: That'd be pretty crazy.
1: Which is like I mean like I mean honestly from an offensive mind perspective, like bring him to New England. Like I'm I'm all for it. Like that that would be yeah. nuts to me for you to do that. Like why he's probably one of the best young offensive minds in the game, in my opinion. Um, but I actually, I'm actually going to take the Jets to win this because I think number one, they have a better team right now. I think Flacco actually gives them a better chance to win than Mike White Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, Zach Wilson, who obviously is on to 2023, according to what he said. But also I just don't believe in Skylar Thompson at all. Like, I don't know how anyone can pick him to win a game.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think what you, Joe Flacco gives them a much better chance to win as well. And he's a guy that's he's got nothing to lose. So him going out there and taking chances, you know, and they have good receivers, you know, obviously Garrett Wilson's been really good. Elijah Moore, you know, we've seen what he can do. Corey Davis, they have Conklin and Uzama at tight end. So they have plenty of weapons and the Dolphins can definitely be beat through the air. So another place I think Carr
1: could end up. Oh, uh, is the Jets?
0: Yeah, for I sure. That's
1: like, I think Carr's going to be the big, like, kind of uh, melting pot this year of, like, where does Car go? I mean, also Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G could go a few different places. And they could – I think they would love a quarter of, like, Jimmy. Just hand the ball off. You know, Breesy Hall will be back next year. You have good young receivers. And make sure your defense just keeps you in games.
0: For sure. I think the Jets are going to be – I think they're a dark horse for the Super Bowl next year If they get the right quarterback in place Either, I mean like you said Breesy Hall will be back They have good receivers They have a good defense um, A good line So I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon No nope, um, I agree I, I We sucks, both have but, the Jets then in this one Yeah uh, Brown Steelers So Browns are out um, Steelers still have a shot I think the Steelers would need The Jets to win And the Bills to beat New England, and then I think the Steelers are in.
1: If they, um, yeah, if they also win, yeah.
0: Right. So, you know, they've been playing better lately. They've won five of six. Um, you know, another team, they don't score a ton of points, but they're playing a lot better. You know, Najee last week had 111 yards rushing. It was his first week this – yeah, first game of the season over 100 yards. Um, and I think they're they're playing the way they want to play. And I saw earlier that Clowney has been sent home from the Browns, for, from the Browns team. So that obviously won't help them um, setting the edge, but um, I'll take the Steelers or two and a half point favorites at home. I think, I think they'll pull out another close one. So
1: I'm going to, in this will go when we get, we'll talk about the Patriots. I think I'm taking Cleveland in this game. I think all the Patriots, Miami and Pittsburgh are all going to lose. And I think then the Pats would get in with, like, an 8-9 record, I believe, if that all happened. But I mm-hmm. think the Steelers are going to lose because I think Watson and the Browns, they're not really playing, obviously, for a draft pick, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. there's none to be had. So it's like, well, they have to play for something. And I think what they're going to be playing for is to prove that next year they're going to be a force. And I think what better way to do that than take out a division rival, which they you know they don't want Pittsburgh to make it. So I think sure. Watson and them are going to come out playing well. And the one thing the Steelers have not been great at in, you know, in certain games is defending the long ball. And so I have a weird feeling this could be a big Watson game. So I'm going to take Cleveland, but it would not shock me at all if it's a low-scoring game, Pittsburgh pulling it out.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a good call. And I know me and you talked last week. We weren't really sure about you know what Chubb was going to do. Because we were right. Cleveland situation was so up in the air. I mean, he ran for 104 yards and only only had 14 carries, but he was so very much involved. Um, Watson, he was I mean three touchdown passes, but only nine of 18 for 169. But um, yeah, I mean I think he, he, made he doesn't a look great... the
1: same. Something something's off there. I think that they need a full off with him actually working with them. Something doesn't seem right yet, or maybe he's just lost it. I don't know.
0: I think it's – I honestly think it's Stefanski's offense. I mean, so much Baker struggle there, and then he goes to a Rams team with way much less – or he goes to the Panthers, and he goes to the Rams who have no talent, and he looks way better there. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it's definitely a coaching problem in Cleveland, and I think Stefanski going to be on the hot seat regardless of what happens this week. Um, I think
1: he's gone no matter what. I think they'll let Watson and them bring in who they want
0: to bring in it be a good spot for Sean Payton, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Payton could be a good shot there. I think you could see, like, you know, the enemy getting a shot there. You know, bring in, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, the Casey, you know, do that. Um, maybe they bring in Hackett as an offensive coordinator, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could, I, no, he's never coaching again. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I figured it was a good segue because next is yeah. the Chargers Broncos. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah, lean into that. Denver looked a lot better last week offensively shocking Um, with
1: Hackett gone
0: yeah and you know they made a great point you know when a coach gets fired it you know kind of opens the door for players that might have been in like in the doghouse all year that shouldn't have been and um, Albert O was one of those guys I completely forgot he was even was on the Broncos team and he led the team you know he had 45 yards and a touchdown and he was a guy I remember at the beginning of the season everybody was all over him Thought he was going to be a great pick for fantasy, et cetera, and you know Russell Wilson. I think pretty sure he had two rushing touchdowns. Only threw for two twenty, um, but
1: he looked like Russell last yeah. week. Like they, it it was a good game. Like it was fun to watch him again,
0: for sure. And I think so. You know, kind of like this it was where the schedule kind of sucks. So it's like if let's say Baltimore upset Cincinnati, which I don't see happening. Um, Then the Chargers have to play to get the five seed. Right. They have to play. But if Baltimore loses, then they're playing for nothing. Right. So they might not even put starters in.
1: Yeah. They should have moved the Baltimore Cincinnati game to the 325 and they should have moved up another game. I honestly have no clue why Detroit Green Bay is a Sunday night game.
0: I don't either. We will we'll get Rogers. to that.
1: It's Rogers. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I have the Chargers as well. I think the Chargers win if Baltimore wins. I think they lose if Baltimore loses.
0: Denver is currently three-point favorites, which is a little I weird. Think they're,
1: I think Vegas is thinking that if Cincinnati wins, they're going to sit Herbert.
0: Yeah, and it makes sense. And, you know, you know, we talked about teams that have nothing to play for. Denver has nothing to play for, but a loss for them doesn't help. But they also want to Seattle. Right.
1: They have nothing like at this point, they might as well try to, you know, screw Seattle over and make it a higher draft pick.
0: Right. You and know, Russell you want,
1: doesn't want to lose that.
0: Right. And build off of this going into next year. Definitely yeah, so then we important. can hear that
1: he's cooking all off season.
0: Yeah. Um I think, yeah. I mean, I I have it being a close game. outside with the Chargers. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um Giants-Eagles, so Giants are locked into the sixth spot no matter what, and the Eagles, I mean, they have to win. They're, they've lost two in a row. Hurts is leaning towards playing, it sounds like, but I'm pretty sure he was leaning towards playing last week, too, when he didn't play, and I think the Eagles have much bigger problems right now than Jalen Hurts not being out there. Um, last week against the Saints, they got outpossessed like 37 to 22. Yeah. Um, like, well, minutes. My- Miles
1: Sanders has disappeared.
0: He has. And, you know, obviously, you know, Dallas has a good offense, but giving up 40 points to the Cowboys when you have they were up 10, you know, late in that game, that's just inexcusable for a team that is supposed to be as good as the Eagles are. Um, and again, I mean, even giving up 20 to the Saints, that's just, I mean, the Saints well, aren't and that and good. What's weird is,
1: what's weird. What's I think concerning, I think, for every team in the NFC East is, is that so the Cowboys, who are supposedly have a good defense, give up 34 to Minshew, but then the Saints hold them to 10.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I get it's a rivalry game, so it's a little Lattimore. different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%, but that's the difference, right? Because Diggs isn't a lockdown defender. He's a playmaker. And I right. think that's what's going to, you know, once we get to Dallas, we can talk about it. But if I'm the Giants, I think the only reason I'm taking Philly to win this is because the Giants have nothing to play for.
0: Yeah, and I, I haven't heard anything from Dable or anyone else that they're going to rest people. But again, it's, it might be just one of those games where if Philly gets off to, you know, 21 to 3 start or whatever, the Giants might just pull everybody because, especially Saquon, you got to think they don't want to risk anything there. Well, and, you got um, the,
1: and they probably want Minnesota. I mean, I would want Minnesota if I'm them. They could beat Minnesota based on how Minnesota's playing, yeah. like, you know, how schizophrenic they are sometimes, like, with you know, playing. So I think the Giants are going to very much, like, be fo- focusing on watching the San Francisco game and the Minnesota game because those are probably the two teams are going to play. M- you know, maybe they throw the starters out there for a few quarters, see what happens. But I think if this game even gets 10, 15 points out of hand, I think they sit them all.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I'm, yeah, so it sounds like we're both yeah. taking the Eagles. Eagles win, they get the one seed, which is very important because, I mean, Hurts needs to get healthy. Um, if he plays Sunday, we'll see how injured he is. But, um, yeah, so both taking the Eagles there, them at home in the playoffs is a recipe for disaster, I think, for the rest of the NFC. But Yeah, I um, agree.
1: But you, 49ers, you, can't give, you can't give the 49ers home field like the, the Eagles mm-hmm. have to win this. Cause I don't see anyone going into San Francisco and winning.
0: No. And I think, you know, i said Brock Purdy has got to lose at some point. And then I thought, you know, the way that game was going last week, it was going to be last week, but he just made, you know, a lot of really big throws. I thought and you know, I know the Raiders defense isn't good, but he yeah. got involved in a shootout. He performed um, every week. It feels like he's performing. I've they, there's no way that they lose to this Cardinals team. Hopkins is out. Connor's out. I think David Blau, who was the hard knocks star for well, the lions this and, year is starting.
1: And the thing with San Francisco is they're getting Elijah Mitchell back. They're getting Debo Samuel back, Yeah, which means that they are going to, for the first half or first three quarters, they're going to work everyone into this offense and be like, okay, this is a tune up game. And I, I feel bad for the Cardinals that they have to be a part of that tune up game for this, for the 49ers.
0: Yeah, and I mean a healthy Mitchell and Debo just takes such a like a load off McCaffrey, who's carried a big load since he's been there and done a great job with it. But this offense, so now, I mean, so now, going to be scary. Their
1: skill players, Nick, are CMC, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, and Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's scary.
0: And don't forget uh, Kyle Uzcheck.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I think Philly has to win. Like if mm-hmm. they there's no one going into San Francisco and winning, I don't think. So I don't, I don't know. Either. You gotta I think... hope that you're basically putting Purdy off his game on a an away game at this point. Because he looks unflappable.
0: Right. Two touchdowns in every every start. Um you know, I mean, it's pretty much what Jimmy was doing. I mean, just making, you know, the throws he needs to make, giving it to his playmakers, well, the and de- the defense does what they need to do. Yeah,
1: let's see what they do in the offseason because they have Lance. And I don't, right. I mean, I don't know how you go away from Purdy at this point.
0: Well, I mean, that I was thinking that earlier. I'm like, if Purdy wins them a Super Bowl, which is very likely, I mean, not, I wouldn't say likely, but it's very much a possibility. Do, I mean, how do you go away
1: from him? I, well, I don't think you do. I think if Purdy even went to playoff game, I don't think you go away from him. I mean yeah. maybe you keep Lance on the roster for one more year because he's under a rookie deal and there's not really any point of trading him right away. But obviously mm. you're not re-signing Jimmy. I think that that boat sailed, right? So he's going to go yep. be a starter somewhere else. <clears throat> so you have Purdy and Lance on the on the same thing and maybe you kind of run like a slight two quarterback, you know, off-season see what happens, but If I'm them and if Lance is healthy and someone's offering me a first pick or a second round pick, I'm taking it and taking the loss on the, you know, how high they drafted him and just going with Purdy.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great call. I mean, we definitely, I mean, Tom Brady, I'm not saying Brock Purdy's Tom Brady, but, you know, late round quarterbacks can, you know, step in the right situation and be very successful. So um, Rams, Seahawks, Rams have been eliminated. Seahawks are. They win. They need Detroit to win as well. Um, but the, the weird thing about this, so Ram Seahawks are at the, the 4 or 325 slate for you, 425 for me. right? Um, Seahawks lose Detroit, or I'm sorry, Seahawks win. Detroit can knock it in the playoffs. So what is, what is Detroit playing for in the so, eight, 8 o'clock game against so, Green so Bay? So just
1: to get this fully fleshed out, if if Seattle wins and Green Bay wins, Green Bay will go on. Yes. If Seattle loses, the winner of Detroit Green Bay go on. Yes. So Correct. Like we're saying, this is why it should have been the 325 game and I don't know why it's it's not the 320, a 325 game. Mm-hmm. The Lions might not have anything to play for. Now, I will say this. There's no way Dan Campbell allows them to not play this game. Because they they probably want a winning season no matter what. Like I think nine and eight almost as important to them as a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, like I just think it was a total misstep by the scheduling. What I mean, there's plenty of other games you could have thrown into that slot that would have made more sense. That you could have done and would have been just as good. I mean, honestly, I just would have probably thrown in the San Francisco at the Sunday night, let everyone watch the Purdy show
0: that or I mean honestly like New England and Buffalo well would yeah have been I mean, huge too, mistake. I
1: they're not doing Buffalo and putting them in primetime again so you know highlight everything that happened we could have got a little bit more like you know primetime coverage on it stuff like that um I don't know right weird, weird decision but again it's Rogers. um but I'm taking Seattle back to this game uh, I think Seattle wins I don't think LA is playing for a lot but they did get good news today and McVeigh saying that he's definitely coming back.
0: Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he said – well, he says
1: he's focusing on the Rams and not on TV. Now, whether that changes in the offseason, who knows, but that's what he said today.
0: Okay. Um, So, I'll side with Seattle here. Um, Let's see. So, Cowboys-Commanders. Cowboys win and Philly loses. Dallas wins the East. Right. I'm pretty sure Dallas can still get the one seed as well if, like, San Fran – lost.
1: Yeah, I think they need San won- Fran to lose. I think they had the they obviously have the tiebreak over Minnesota because they mm-hmm. beat them by like sixty or whatever it yeah. was. Um but uh I think Dallas wins this but I don't think it matters because I think Philly's gonna win.
0: Same. And I'm glad that they're at least playing at the same time because if you saw Philly in the early slate win, Dallas has no reason to play anybody. D- so
1: Dallas has Dallas, you know, I'm always harping on them because it's easy because I live here, <clears throat> but they are the weirdest team to me. Like last week, I thought they looked pretty good in the second half, Thought they looked terrible in the first half, but their team has so many weapons as well. And I think the T Y Hilton signing was really good and their defense can come alive when it's needed. So I don't know. I think their worst case scenario here is that they would face Tom Brady in the first round, which is looking like that's going to be
0: what happens. Right, and that would be – I mean, they played some really good games the last few years, so, I mean, that would definitely be um, a good one for the NFL. Tony Pollard 12 yards away from 1,000 this year. Um, Pretty remarkable how – much involved he's been you think the dallas is going to resign him in the offseason i don't know if they
1: can afford him with zeke i mean maybe they do but i, I don't know that's gonna be a really interesting question that they kind of pose i mean jerry will find the money if he wants them but running backs are hard to come by so maybe, maybe he does it but i don't know very interesting they have so much money wrapped up in zeke i don't know how you afford paying both running backs
0: right and i mean maybe zeke would take a pay cut or something but um
1: i mean i if i'm zeke i would because i think pollard <laughs> saves zeke's career Because it's basically taken all the pressure off of Zeke from getting yards, and all Zeke can do is just get touchdowns, which is what he's best at.
0: Right. Perfect for the goal line. Um, Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm taking Dallas, obviously. Sam Howell is starting, rookie quarterback. Um, I
1: think Rivera will be gone, too. I think this is Rivera's last game in Washington.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think they just need to rebuild, new ownership, new everything, start from the ground up. Um,
1: yeah, I could see uh, D'Amico Ryan going <clears throat> there. I, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. like, or I could see him going there and trying to build up that defense with Chase Young and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, Lions-Packers are the Sunday night game, which we you know, briefly touched on. I don't see any way Rodgers loses this game. Um, it's a I mean, they've been basically playing a playoff game for the past four weeks or whatever. So, I think they'll win. They're at home at Sunday Night Football. Golf's on the road. It's going to be 30 degrees. So, I'll take Green Bay in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just don't know, like, I don't see how Rodgers loses, like you said. I, I think Detroit should be very proud of what they've done. And I think they've really competed. And they had a terrible start to the season but Rogers just there's something about him in December and January that do, he's unbelievable and he's not even playing that well but the team just believes they're going to win
0: right i mean and he i mean the offense is slowly coming together too which is scary yeah
1: no i know and like I, I don't know i'm gonna take green bay in this and i think they get in and then i mean i'll take a i'll take green bay versus san francisco we uh round 1 in the playoffs that sounds like a pretty fun game
0: yeah, I think the NFC has a lot of great potential matchups. Well, and the
1: Eagles better hope they don't face Rodgers. Because I'll, I'll, I'll take Green Bay in that game. <laughs> I will as well. Um, but and then, of course, we'll, you know, New England-Buffalo, which I, I, I've i seen you save for last.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, Buffalo's tons of, you know, good news. Not very tough couple days for them, you know, with the obviously DeMar Hamlin. Josh Allen has owned the Patriots the last two plus years. Um, yeah. We played them a few weeks ago. We forced them to punt and I was ecstatic. I, I mean, they hadn't punted against us and in, in like over two games. So yeah, I don't know. I've gone kind of back and forth because I wasn't sure if the emotions of this week were going to be a lot too much for Buffalo to handle how much they've really been able to game plan for new England. Um, if new England can Get healthier on, you know, both sides of the ball. at The skill positions, you know, it would definitely help. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it was a hard game for me to pick, obviously, because they all want the Patriots to win. And I was kind of looking back at, like, the past few years. Like, I feel like New England has won a game that they were not supposed to win. And it, you, you get it, like, every year from them, I feel like. And they haven't had that game this year. They haven't had that game where they, they won and they had no business winning. Right. So I'm taking them to win this game. I mean, I know it's – I'm just thinking the emotions might be too much for Buffalo to handle. So. Yeah,
1: I, I think, you know, obviously last week, you know, was a tough situation for basically everyone in the NFL. And, you know, like you said, like, you know, you know, I don't think there was a good way to handle everything. I think the NFL did the best they could. I think the Bills and the Bengals did what was best for them on Monday night. I was a little surprised they didn't replay the game kind of like they did with COVID um, You know, on a Tuesday or Wednesday, but it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I think this kind of screws New England because Buffalo has to play this game as hard as they can because – I mean, I guess if they know Kansas City already won on Saturday, you could argue maybe they, they rest everyone because then they can't get the one seed, right? So right. that's also another thing to come into mind. Like if Kansas City wins – does Buffalo just rest all their starters to give them one more week of emotional, like, you know, okay, let's let it go and move on. I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer to that, but what scares me is that like, they're obviously going to rally around this. And if they do rally around it in the, you know, in the way that I think they're going to, they probably are going to go all the way. I mean, that's just, it's kind yeah. of a story made for sports, right? Like it's almost like a TV movie, which we see all the time. Um, I'm going to take, New England in this game, because I actually think if Kansas City wins, I have a weird feeling McDermott could sit some of his starters that are injured or stuff like that. That's kind of like my hope. I don't think Mm -hmm. they care about the two or three seed to them because at this point, like, it doesn't matter. I don't even, I mean, the NFL is basically going to flip a coin, right?
0: That's what it sounds like. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I don't But
1: but do you see my rationale? Like, why play your starters if Kansas City wins? What's the point?
0: Yeah, and I mean, the Bills have guaranteed themselves at least one home game. And like you said, I mean, I don't understand how the seating is going to work re- still really regardless of what happens. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, I think that's a great point. The, I mean, even if the Bills lose and the Bengals win and if the Bills drop to the three seed, which I'm not sure would even happen they're getting to play the Chargers yeah, or so, probably I mean, Baltimore. Which yeah, so like, I mean, like, that bad. Yeah,
1: they're fine. Like, I don't know. I just think that it's going to be a really weird situation. I think if Kansas, I think, again, kind of a bad scheduling there because Buffalo probably shouldn't know if they're in or not as the one seed by the time that game kicks right. off. Now, the one thing that I think is in not the Patriots' favor is it's sports. So the odds of them just coming out and playing for Hamlin and taking us to the woodshed and back. Are, are pretty high. Um, I'm going to take mm-hmm. New England though. I, I'm going to believe they always make the playoffs in random situations. Like you said, they need to, they need to win a game. I actually thought that we looked a lot better last week for most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Mac looked okay. You know, we used squirrel a little bit more Thornton, which was nice. It was amazing. Our tight end had over 50 yards. You know, it was, you know, mm-hmm. really a sight to see. So I'm going to go with the, the Patriots, but I don't know. Really weird situation, and I think the NFL did the best they could in a really tough situation, but I don't know if it was really all the right calls.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you said, so, yeah. um, it's, you know, it kind of sucks that I'm not still not certain of how the playoffs are going to shake out, um, regardless of what happens in the AFC after this week. Um, If Pittsburgh gets in again, because
1: remember last year they got in because like three teams lost in that last week and they got in. And if they do it again this year, that would be crazy as well. Like if everyone loses and they get in. But like, good luck to Kenny Pickett going into Buffalo.
0: You go into Cincinnati. I mean, either sounds. Fun. Yeah. Well, I guess hey, it hey, would be Buffalo. Hey, at that we're, point, not gonna yeah. do,
1: we're not going to do too much better. So like, you know, I mean, that's fine, but right. I don't know. What a weird, the, the thing about like going into it, the AFC is very top heavy. I don't see anyone beating the Chiefs, Bills or Bengals. Like one of them three is getting in the NFC. I could see any of these teams making it.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I was telling someone that, I mean, if Brady plays the way he did on Sunday I mean, Tampa could easily go all the way.
1: Yeah, I'm glad Mike Evans decided to do that when I like <laughs> am in the consolation bracket and stuff like that. That <laughs> was that was really nice. Yeah, and it's crazy too because I was talking to a friend and it's like he's now the 11th ranked fantasy receiver, <clears throat> and he's had After a terrible year.
0: Yeah, only so. 77 grabs. Yeah, 1100 yards, six touchdowns, but save the save the best for yeah. last. But you know,
1: when you have a 203 spot. It, uh, it, it helps us. But anyway, I, I think the NFC is a far more interesting playoff conversation than the AFC in terms of, like, how teams are going to do. But I think the AFC is the more interesting one for this week because we have four games out of all are weird, and we have no clue how the Bills and Bengals are even going to play after witnessing what they witnessed.
0: Definitely. And I'm, I'm looking at this now. So, like, the – usually the playoff standings work like if you have the same record obviously like head-to-head would decide that and then i'm pretty sure they go to like who has a better conference record and then after that it goes by division so let's say the bills lose and the Bengals win both teams are 12 and 4 both teams are 8 and 3 in the conference and both teams are 3 and 3 in their division right i think that that, i think
1: they do i think it's a coin flip
0: it's ridiculous i mean I just – I don't get it. I mean –
1: I think the way that – you know, obviously I'm not Roger Goodell and I'm not having millions of people yelling at me. But, like, I just don't really understand why they didn't play the game on Wednesday and then push back the Bills and Bengals games to Monday. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, obviously you can't force them to play if they don't want to play. Like, that's completely fair. You know, no one's saying they shouldn't. But it's like not playing the game – it's almost like the whole AFC playoff picture – is kind of like null and void. Like, I don't – if you're the Patriots, Dolphins, or Steelers, I don't see how it's really fair to you, like, either, right? Like, obviously, like, mm-hmm. no one wanted that to happen. But it's like, well, you just played a whole season. You guys pl- – they played all the games. And now one of them is going to be, like, eliminated. And, like, if the Bills had lost that game, the Bills actually have nothing to play for, and there's no way they play their starters.
0: For sure. I 100% agree.
1: Because then the Bengals are tied with them and all that. And the Bengals are obviously going to go out and, like, probably win. So, it's like, I don't know. Very weird situation. I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer. But, yeah, I don't know. I Maybe we'll beat the Bills and it won't matter.
0: I mean, I, I really hope. I mean, I was, you know, last year we went in there and won on that crazy – three yeah, pass maybe, game or maybe whatever. Maybe the but.
1: wind tunnel will come back and uh, no one can pass the ball. That would be that would be great. But yeah, I think by far the most interesting matchups are Tennessee-Jacksonville, I think is the most interesting matchup to me. Um, for us, if Kansas City wins, that creates a whole different ball game for New England-Buffalo. But then I can't wait for the 325 games. Like, I can't wait. Like, I think New York-Philly will be interesting. I think Dallas-Washington could be a fun game. And then obviously I want to watch Rogers on primetime.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. Um, we'll kind of transition here into yeah. drafting. So I know, you know, we talked before getting on. It was a tough week because you're trying to pick people that, you know, are going to play all the entire game. And my basic strategy was just try to stay in the one o'clock slate as best as I could, because I'm not sure what's going to happen after that. Um, and so I went with, I went with cousins and Jefferson stack in Minnesota Um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be on Jefferson, you know, because he's closing in on that record. Um, So I got them, my running backs. I I went with Cam Akers. He's in the late slot, but he's been really, really good of late and Seattle's um, rush defense is pretty bad. So went with him there. Zach Moss uh, is 5,200. I don't love it, but he's getting a ton of opportunity for the Colts and the Texans are the worst against running backs in fantasy this year. So going with Zach Moss there, other receivers, Drake London. I know you touched on this, you know, his target share lately has been through the roof. Um, last three weeks, 11 or last four games, he's played 12, 11, nine and eight targets. So, um, definitely love to see that. And, uh, other receiver went with Shahid for new Orleans. I think he could, you know, maybe get past that Carolina secondary last week that gave up 200 yards to Mike Evans. Um, Albert O at tight end, 2,900. Jamar Chase in the flex. And I went with the Pats defense. Um, probably not the best pick, but 2,200. Maybe they'll get another defensive touchdown, which seems to be the, their MO this year.
1: Yeah, oh, well, that's the only way we score. I
0: mean, Duggar yeah. has
1: more uh, touchdowns than our tight ends, I believe.
0: I, I think you're right.
1: So, uh, interesting. So, I went with a, a little bit different strategy. Um, I have the old Joe Flacco stack mm. of him and Garrett Wilson. I like uh, that. I, feel, I feel like they're just going to throw the ball, and I think they're playing for you know Salah, and I think this could be Flacco's last game, so he might want to go out with a bang. Um, I have my running backs are Dalvin Cook and Zach Moss, Moss because obviously the Texans can't stop the run, and Cook because I think that they probably want to get a good a good game out of him to get him ready for the playoffs. I, I would assume based on how they've looked. Uh, my other receivers besides Garrett Wilson are DK Metcalf and people's Jones. I touched on it earlier. I think people's Jones and the Browns can do well and Metcalf and them are playing for something. So they have, they have to play. Uh, mm-hmm. I also have Jamar in my flex. I have party Pat as my tight end. And then I have the Seahawks defense there because if I know something about Baker, he loves stone picks.
0: You think Ramsey is going to travel with Metcalf after what happened the first time
1: I do. And I think that it's a bad idea because I think, while Ramsey is really good, Metcalf is actually too big to single cover. Like, yeah, like I think that they're going to force him either way. And like, if he doesn't travel, then Metcalf's going to go nuts. I don't know. I like DK Metcalf in a pissed off game. That that's kind of what I'm going for there.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good call. I think, I mean, he's pretty much unguardable by anybody. So, um, you out on prize picks this week?
1: Oh, I'm still out. I'm going to save it for the playoffs. I am so much is up in the air that all the games I liked are one of those that like, I don't know who's playing. Like, I, I mean, if mm. I was going to take one, I would do like a Flacco and I would do some other quarterbacks, like a Gino one, like Gino over 200 or whatever. But what do you got for us?
0: Yeah, I was in the same boat. So I just stuck with the Saturday slate. Um, Derrick Henry, his rushing prop is only like 91 yards, which I thought was just absurd. Um, I went with actually his rushing and receiving prop combined. It's only 108 and a half. I think he's going well over that in this game, regardless of what the score is. I think they're just going to feed him a ton no matter what. So I think that's definitely going to be a hit. C- Christian Kirk's receiving props only 59 and a half yards. Tennessee has been abysmal against all receivers lately. Um, And he needs like 91 yards or something like that to get like a $500,000 bonus. So I think Trevor Lawrence will try to feed him. Um, Jarrett Stidham in the 430 game, his 240 and a half. He went for 360, I believe, last week. And Kansas City definitely gives up a ton of yards through the air. And, you know, Stidham's playing for a job, you know, either with Las Vegas next year or somewhere else. So I think, you know, McDaniels will definitely let him air it out. Um, and then I have Jarek McKinnon, over 12-point fantasy score. He's gone over that five weeks in a row. So um, Yeah, what, a, what, a, what career,
1: a career turnaround, huh? Like he's had yeah. in Kansas City. It's pretty crazy that they've become like a two-headed like monster in the backfield with him and Pacheco.
0: Yeah, the future is bright, I think, if they can keep them. I mean, Pacheco, I think, the guy runs angry. He's a, yeah, he's, he's not the biggest he, guy, but he runs angry.
1: He's a fun guy to watch too, and I think that he'll only get better as he goes on. He makes a few costly mistakes, like I know he's had a few bad fumbles, and but like he's a really good pass protector too, which is huge for them.
0: Yeah, I think, like you said, the two-headed monster very important for them, and you know we'll see what happens when you know Ceh gets healthy and back because I mean we definitely saw what that guy's potential was when he was healthy, so. Um. Yeah, I mean, it should be a great weekend of football. Um, hopefully, we're on here next week talking about the Patriots. Not, the at least game. we, at
1: least we, you know, we can talk about other things and not have to worry about getting upset. You know, that's that's one good positive if the Patriots don't make it.
0: Very true. And uh, one thing I wanted to touch on. So I remember at the beginning of the year is doing um, over unders on every team, and I remember New England's was eight and a half wins, and I'm like, there's no way they're going under that, and here they are, eight, eight and eight. Going into week 18, which is just crazy to me how Vegas is so accurate with a lot of these. Yeah, it's uh, OK, though, because I'm
1: pretty sure me and you both said uh, Denver was going over 11 wins. No problem. And that obviously
0: uh... I, Denver was winning the Super Bowl for me.
1: Yeah, that's not good. That, uh, De- that, that, that... Den-
0: Denver, Denver, Minnesota was my what? my Super Bowl. So half of it's looking OK.
1: Oh, I was going to ask who we have in uh, the national championship before we get off.
0: Oh, um, I'm. I'll take Georgia. I don't see them having a letdown defensively like they did last week.
1: Um, you, you're going
0: listen, with TCU, aren't you?
1: Listen, so I obviously TCU's in my backyard. Like I'm 20 minutes from like the stadium. Georgia's gonna win. I'm going with Georgia. I actually think with how bad Georgia, all with how close Georgia almost lost the game, it's a disservice to TCU because I think if Georgia had blown out Ohio State, they they could have had a bad game against tcu but now that they've kind of already gotten that out of their system i think that's really bad um but i think tcu has to be unbelievably stoked and hey i didn't think they were going to be michigan so i'm not going to bet against bet in the game but i think it'll be fun and people around here are pretty pumped
0: i mean i bet georgia's 12 and a half point favorites which that seems like a lot and i know we we talked Last week, as I was all over Georgia, they were winning games by an average of like 24 points, and spread was only six against Ohio State. And obviously, they won by a point or whatever, but yeah, and probably uh, should have
1: lost, honestly. I mean, that, definitely pretty crazy games, and a, a few interesting uh calls there by the refs on no targeting, targeting throughout the, the two games. Seems like referees just can't really uh, get on the same page these days.
0: No, for sure. The referee has been terrible, and all levels of football, but I think the one bright spot for Georgia is Stetson Bennett's been good, but you gotta think next year if they have like an actual like quarterback that's you know not twenty five years old, an actual kid in there, um, so and more electric, I think that Georgia offense. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll the Patriots will
1: be drafting Stetson Bennett in the sixth round.
0: I, I hope not. I really hope not. But um <laughs> You got anything else?
1: No, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think the Saturday games, especially the Kansas City game, is the anchor of what's going to happen on Sunday. Kansas City wins. I think that's a trickle-down effect on how a lot of the top teams play. And I can't wait for this Jacksonville uh, Titans game. As two former people, me and you, who uh, used to live in Jacksonville or close to it, I wish them the best of luck.
0: Yeah, we remember we went to a a Jags game that was uh, electric that that stadium this would be huge for jackson the only to, team to in the, playoffs. the
1: only team in the entire nfl that cares what county they're from <laughs>
0: yeah that's very very true well uh appreciate it sir as always the music credit goes out to acdc and we'll catch you guys next time